Hi, Tim Roy for Warriors Radio. It is a pleasure to uh, welcome the newest Hall of Famer to our broadcast, and that is, of course, Don Nelson. And, uh, Nelly, congratulations. It's an honor that's been overdue in my book, and, and congratulations. It has to be a great thrill. Well, thanks a lot, Tim. Uh, you were there for a lot of them, and uh, we had more fun than I can remember. So uh, just a tremendous honor, and I feel very unworthy, actually. Uh, there's still a lot of great guys that haven't made it that certainly should be in there before I'm in there, or uh, Al Adams, my dear friend, and all these other guys, you know, of Mata and Bill Fitch, and we could go on and on. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm blessed, and uh, I feel very honored. How did you uh, How did you find out about it? Uh, they called me uh, a couple of days ago, 6 o'clock in the morning here, which was good because I'm an early riser anyway, so I was sitting up on my back porch having a cup of coffee, and uh, the uh, Hall of Fame guys called me, uh, John and... Uh, and uh, nobody told me that I wasn't supposed to say anything, so I guess it's too late. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I'm sure. I'm sure. They, in the grand scheme of things, they won't. They won't mind. Uh, what, what's it going to be like for you to to get into the Hall of Fame with so many of your uh, former Boston Celtic teammates? Well, you know, they went in as basketball players. Uh, uh, so I'm going in as a coach. You can't go in as a combination. You have to go in as one or the other. Uh, so I was never that good a player. I was just average, and uh, uh, I made my mark really more as a coach uh, with longevity and you know being with a lot of successful franchises. Uh, but you know my legacy really is going to be that uh, I, I really enjoyed building things. You know, and I was in the basketball uh, business, and I enjoyed building teams. I, I love going to a team that uh, hadn't won in a while, and. Uh, Took over, uh, you know, the coaching and sometimes the general manager as well. But even uh, when I was just a coach, where I participated in building the team and getting good young players, making trades, and doing those kind of things uh, to turn franchises around. That's what I really enjoyed doing more than anything. And I was blessed to do it twice in Golden State, once in Milwaukee, and once in Dallas. And uh, that's where I had the most fun. A lot of guys won't do that, but but you took on that challenge. It, it you you like to take it from from the bottom and 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 build it up and 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 uh, very successful at it. And and how, as you look at Dallas with your son there now, how gratified were you to watch them win the the title last year? And obviously Dirk Nowitzki is part of your building process. Well, most coaches are smarter than I am. Uh, you know they tried to choose uh, good teams if they can, but I just loved uh, going to teams and uh, and building them. I mean, that's kind of what I like to do. Uh, I started out uh, and asked my son if he'd come and join me when I was with the Dallas Mavericks. He was with the Phoenix Suns at the time as assistant general manager. And I uh, told him I needed him. I needed him there to work with me. So uh, he helped build that franchise uh, with me. Uh, he was my assistant coach, and then uh, ended up, uh, I told him he'd be smarter if he went into management, which he did, and uh, he's been there ever since. Uh, he won a championship last year. I was so proud of him. I I just uh, can't tell you how proud I am of that young boy. Uh, he's not so young anymore. He's probably around 50 now. <laughs> you can believe that. Uh, but anyway, what a marvelous job they did, and 
Uh, it was such a pleasure to watch them uh, in the playoffs. They beat – actually, they didn't have the best team in almost every series they played. I thought the other team was better. But, man, they had teamwork, and they played the game the right way, and they just blended. They just had a super year and uh, won the championship. doesn't happen very often, Tim, where – you know, you can get lucky and beat a good team if you're not the best team, but you can't do it like four times in a row. And they're one of the few teams I can remember that actually did that. We're talking with Don Nelson, the newest Hall of Famer. And, and Nelly, you mentioned about building. You did it twice with the Warriors. And uh, the run TMC group was reunited at the Chris Mullen uh, Jersey Retirement uh, Ceremony. What memories of that team uh, did that occasion bring back for you? Well, we did it, uh, you know, the same way I did it in Milwaukee and in, in, in Dallas, really. Um, we had the worst team in the league, and uh, we were lucky enough to have a, one really good player. That was Chris Mullen, and, and uh, he needed to adjust his life a little bit, which he did. And then we did it through the draft. Uh, we drafted good players, and all of a sudden, you know, we had uh, Timmy Hardaway, who was uh, all-star point guard. We had Mitch Richmond there, and... Of course, Mully straightened his life out, and uh, so I had three really good players. That's what you need to win in this league. You need three really good players at three different positions. Uh, the one that we were lacking most of the time was uh, the center position there, as you know. Uh, but we still managed to find a way to win, and when you don't have the best team, you have to be creative. And I like doing that. I like being creative and uh finding ways to win when uh, nobody thought you could. That's really what I enjoyed doing the most. Why do you think, with some of the lineups you would throw out in, at your various stops, and, and, of course, with Golden State as well, why do you think uh, when you would do that, that other teams, other coaches seem to get away from their, their what they did best? It's almost like they, they were worried about the lineup you would throw out there and forget about, what you know? What got them there? What? Why they were a good team? Why do you think that that some of the lineups that you would throw out there would cause so much uh, consternation from your opponents? Well, oftentimes their best players were the bigger players, and uh, you know they had to play their best lineups. I found a way to play smaller players, and I think small players are really the best players. They're the best basketball players. Big players are the most dominant players, but. If you can uh, force people to uh, to create a problem for them on the court, uh, where they have to guard somebody or some area that they're they're not comfortable with, all of a sudden you can put the advantage into your corner and, and away from them. And then you have to be creative enough to when they try to take advantage of you because of their height, their weight, or whatever. Then you have to have a team concept where you double team, get the ball out of their hands, and always make a player do what he's uncomfortable doing. And if you can do that, you can make the advantage to your side. Now, in 2007, we were on a road trip. I think it might have been like mid-February after the All-Star break, and none of us thought the the Warriors were going anywhere. And then Barron comes back in Detroit, and it, it's still, to me, Don, I, I think one of the craziest three-month periods that, I've ever been through as a, as a broadcaster, and I don't think I'll ever go through anything like that again And with the We Believe team. I mean, we went from guys that were basically outcasts, and, and the team became rock stars in the span of like two months. That was crazy. It was, and it was such fun because, um, you know, those guys were great teammates. 
Uh, I may have had some trouble off the court here and there, but uh, they were really great teammates, and they found a way to kind of found a way to do it. Once we got healthy, you know, we had players that were just a pain in the rear end to guard uh, on the other side, and I could put lineups out there, and I had guys who could guard bigger players and were smart enough to, you know, know how to get the advantage over them. And uh, then we played fast, and, uh, you know, still uh, there's so many low-scoring games now, and they keep changing the rules in the favor of the big guy. And the most exciting players are the smaller players. So I, I never could figure that out, uh, why you keep changing the rules to emphasize size when the most fun for the fans really is watching smaller players. What was it like for you to, to get the Warriors back to the playoffs and to have that first you know, home playoff game at Oracle Arena coming back with a split in Dallas? What was that like for you? Well, it was just uh, one of the highlights, you know. I mean, I've had highlights at every place I've been, but uh, nobody expected us to do that. And then, you know, coming from Dallas and leaving there in those circumstances that uh, you know, the conflict I had with Mark Cuban and then being able to beat them, they were the best team in the league. And we were just snuck in on the last day. Uh, if you recall, we beat Portland to sneak into the playoffs. And, uh, and then we just gave them fits. I mean, they didn't have a chance. I mean, we we just knew how to do it and how to play together. We had a good scheme, and um, we were able to beat the best team. It's not the first time that we've done that. You know, when Mully was and – we, and we had to run TMC, that, uh, we did that uh, twice to Utah where they were the best team and we were the worst team, and we beat them as well. But that was only in a five-game series. A little easier to do. A uh, seven-game series that had never been done before. Yeah, that was. I, I still think it's one of the greatest upsets in, in NBA playoff history uh, that we believe uh, upset at Dallas and it's something that anybody that was in Oracle, you'll never forget uh, being in that building and for those games. Let's give credit where credit is due. You know, Chris Mullen was the general manager at that time, and he put together a very uh, risky trade. Uh, you know, we traded uh, two good players, and we got guys that had a checkered past, and uh, we just thought it was the right thing to do to turn our franchise around, and uh, that was a gutsy move that Chris made. I supported him the best I could in it, uh, and it all worked out well. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Hey, who are some of your favorite players to coach along the way? God, I hate doing that because I don't want to miss anybody, but one of the best players I ever coached till he uh, had uh, a, a drug problem was Marcus Johnson. And I had Sidney Moncrief, uh, of course, and uh, Junior Bridgman. And when I was in Milwaukee, uh, Terry Cummings and, uh, gee, I don't want to, uh, Brian Winters. And, I mean, you know, we started going to Bill, uh, Bob Ladeer. And uh, so we had a really good team there. And then, uh, you know, you know the good the good players that we had uh, in the Bay Area. Right. And then Nash and Nowitzki, certainly. I don't want to forget them. And Dallas, they were some of the best players. And Michael Finley was a real good player. But, uh, you know, of all, the, of all the great players that I coached, I thought the best player that I ever coached uh, was probably Steve Nash. That guy could play. And he's still playing today. And I think he's like 38 now and still getting the 10 or 11 assists a game and still a major uh, player at 38 years old. The guy is unbelievable. Yeah, there's no doubt, and he'll join you in Springfield uh, someday. Have you given any thought as to, to who uh, you may have present you at the Hall? 
Well, I'd love to have Chris do it if he's available. Um, he'd be my first choice, Chris Mullen, and uh, I haven't asked him yet, but uh, I'm certainly going to. Now, that would be great. I think Warrior fans would be thrilled with that. You know, all the, all the bus rides, all the planes, all the, the hotels and, and, and everything, and, and uh, you know, all the situations you were in throughout your career, to have it, you know, culminate with this, you know, again, is, is it, has it really hit you yet? Uh, yeah, it's hit me. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've uh, texted almost all my close friends that I made it, so it's obviously important to me. And, uh, um, you know, I don't want to be blasé about it. It's uh, frosting on the cake. I feel undeserving because, like I said before, there's so many great coaches that haven't made it yet that should be in there before I'm in there. But uh, and I'll support them the best that I can, you know, when I can. But uh, it's just frosting on a cake to uh, really a great career. And all that travel and all the rest of it is uh, overplayed. I mean, that's what you do, you know. You get used to it, and it's not hard anymore. It used to be hard when we go commercial, but now you got private planes and you leave right after a game, and um, I know this is a tough year because of so many back-to-backs, but normally, uh, you know, it's a fair season for everybody. Everybody has to go through the same thing, and I've, I just enjoyed the heck out of it. I mean, I never had a bad year that even when my teams weren't winning, I found a way to have a good time and those guys, uh, you know, not to worry about uh, the losses when we weren't very good, that we were building, and let's get better uh, every day at practice. Uh, it's just something I really enjoyed doing. I love being around talented young people, and where could you do it more than in professional basketball? No doubt about that. 31 years as a head coach with the Milwaukee Bucks, the Warriors, the New York Knicks, and the Dallas Mavericks, three times NBA Coach of the Year, 1,335 victories. Nobody has more. And from Sven Nader to Steph Curry, you coached them all. Uh, now it's Don Nelson, Hall of Famer, and, and Nelly, it's, it's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, it sure does. And culmination of a really uh, great life. I've been blessed. Uh, it's nothing that I've done, and I, was, I just had an opportunity, and work my butt off. I'd get up early in the morning and I'd work late at night and uh, it's been worth it. I love it. Uh, continue to look back on great memories and it's always about the people, you know, and I had great moments with a lot of great people. Well, Nelly, congratulations. It's, it's a great honor. Uh, we're thrilled for you and as always, I appreciate your time and, and your patience. Thanks and go Warriors. I love what they're doing there. Have a cigar for me, will you? Will do. <laughs>